you can Google as much as you want about ADHD. You can learn every single fucking strategy. There's the F-bomb. Known to men. But none of it's going to work unless that relationship that you have with yourself and that ADHD part of you is a healthy one. I am so excited to be finally back talking to you all. Like it has been a red hot minute. So if you are new to this space, welcome. My focus, instead of just being on broad mental health, I've really kind of niche down a little bit in terms of ADHD and so what I want to do every week is answer your questions about ADHD. I want this space every week to be informative, helpful for you guys. Now heads up if you know me, <laughs> there will be swearing. I, um, I've tried to filter in the past, it doesn't work. I'm a swearer. I embrace that now. If you don't like that, I sincerely apologize. That's just a disclosure straight up. Now, the other thing that I want to let you know is that what I'm sharing each week, it's not to replace mental health support, right? Some of the times you'll get me, the psychologist. Some of the times it'll be me, the coach. Sometimes it'll just be mum or Sky, right? And so I really encourage you, like if you need that specific support, please find your person that you can access so that you can have that support. So I thought I might start by just giving you a little bit of like, if you don't know me already, um, a little bit about me and like why you might want to even listen to me in the first place, right? Um, and so I'm Sky. I am a mum of four beautiful, crazy, full-on little humans. One of them is ADHD and autism, and I'm going to come back to that in a minute because that's something that's kind of sparked why I've kind of shifted gears, right? But I've also been a clinical psychologist for almost 20 years, and I've got ADHD um, coaching training as well. And here's the thing, like I have spent so long of my life like behind anxiety, right? And I don't know, if you've got ADHD, you will know that ADHD comes with friends, Right, and I'd love to hear from you. Like, what are the friends that your ADHD brings a lot along? So for me, it's been anxiety. I've had panic attacks. Um, I know for my son in particular, he's got his autism. There's learning difficulties, um, some oppositional, beautiful behaviours. And but for other people, it might be things like bipolar or schizophrenia, borderline personality disorder. Like, there are so many things, like skin conditions, right? Medical issues. There's so many things that ADHD comes with that a lot of the time this stuff can feel really loud and we can get caught up in managing all of this. And I don't know about you, but for me, my ADHD was on the back burner for a very, very long time. And more recently, when my son started high school, um, and his high school's been amazing, can I just say, in, in trying to support and manage him and his behaviors and, and his needs and all of those things. But I just noticed the impact that our environments have on our internal world, right? And it got me thinking about me and my internal world and the stories that I've created about my own ADHD. And so one of the things that I've always been passionate about, right, is that you get to be yourself, right? Like being you, showing up in this world, like rocking your unique self is so fucking important. And here's the thing though, if we have different parts of us as we grow up that we've made wrong, 
then it's really fucking hard to be ourselves. Because instead of focusing over here on embracing who we are and just being in life and creating life, what starts to happen is we kind of go over here and we spend so much time trying to manage or fix or even for us ADHD, like become neurotypical in some ways, right? And so all of our energy is wasted over here in some ways because it's like we're throwing shit against the wall and it's just not sticking, right? Because in reality, this is the thing that I've learned and it's super important, something I'm gonna keep coming on to each week is that you can Google as much as you want about ADHD. You can learn every single fucking strategy, there's the F-bomb, known to men, but none of it's gonna work unless that relationship that you have with yourself and that ADHD part of you is a healthy one. And for many, many, many of us, it hasn't been healthy or it isn't healthy. And so what I've been doing, particularly over this last year, is I've been really mindful of the input I get from myself and from others around things to do with my ADHD, right? Because all of that information that we get subconsciously forms stories about how we see ourselves. Yeah, I talk with my hands as well, right? Like hopefully we'll, <laughs> you'll, um, you'll either tolerate me or you won't, right? And I'm gonna try and keep these to maybe 20 minutes as well so your brain doesn't go, whoop, there's a squirrel, um, which mine's just done now, but I'll loop back. So I want you to think about like right now, if you just sat for a minute and you thought about for you, like what, what are the messages you've received growing up about ADHD? Right? And if you're watching, like put it in the comments and say hello. Like I love interacting with you guys. Like what are the things people have told you? Have they said things like I remember my reports were just like if she just tries harder, right? If she just planned herself better, <laughs> right? If she just stopped talking. And sometimes because you know we swing the other way, if she just started participating more, <laughs> right? If she just learned to manage her emotions, like there was all of these things about like, oh, I just I can't get it right. Like I'm working really hard and I'm trying my best, but all the messages coming in for me were, I just can't get to the place that other people perceive that I should be at. And as my son's been growing up too, and even this year, because it's been quite tricky with him starting high school, I started to think about like how I even like talk with him right and I noticed the other day and I had to really stop and pull myself back because when I get in my own ADHD and overwhelm I'm not so conscious of him and his needs right like I'm honest about that and though I need to work on that and the other day I went into his room and seriously guys it had been like literally nearly two hours right and I walked in and this kid still had one sock on one foot and one shoe on the other foot but not did he have the sock and the shoe on the same fucking foot and I walked in and I, my first sentence was, for fuck's sake, because we swear in our house, right? For fuck's sake, mate, like how hard is it to put your fucking shoes on? Like literally with the hand. And in that moment, I was like, fuck, like I do it too. Like I make an assumption about him and what he should have been able to do in those two hours, right? And because he didn't meet that, I've already made him wrong. And later we were able to have a conversation and talk through the things, but the reality is that we do it to ourselves, <laughs> we do it to others because it's what we've been learned and it becomes this vicious cycle and story of these expectations we're trying to live up to. And I don't know about you, but if you're walking around with someone in your head, you, 
telling you 24-7 that you're falling short, that you're failing, that you're not good enough, that you're never going to get it right, that you're fucking lazy, that you should, like we fucking should all over ourselves. I don't know about you, but you're not going to get to the end of your day, the end of your week, the end of your month, the end of your year and feel good about yourself. Like you're going to feel pretty fucking shit. Like if you had someone like a separate human in your life that you lived with, and maybe you do, and if you do, that's something else that we can talk about in terms of relationships, that walks around putting you down 24-7, that's not a healthy relationship. That's going to feel like fucking shit. That's not going to build you up. That's not going to have you feel good about yourself. That's not going to have you want to work with your ADHD part. It's going to make you want to push against it and hate on it, right? Which means by the time we get to over here to the understanding and the strategy, I don't know about you, but what happens with the understanding is I go, yeah, I know that, but, which means we just dismiss all the things that we've just learned. Or two, we try really fucking hard using strategies that maybe, one, don't work for us. Two, need to be modified for us. Or three, what happens is, is that we have an expectation about the ADHD strategy that probably isn't realistic. And this is something I want to, hey Debbie, this is something I want to talk about too over the next few weeks together is that if we just go straight in in life to focusing on strategy, you are going to get fucked over, right? The first thing that I want you to start doing is really like breathing, stopping, checking in with yourself, learning about you, learning about your ADHD and what that has meant for you. And a lot of the times when we go there first and we start there, what can show up for so many people is grief. You know, if you just sat for a moment and thought about your ADHD, do positive, happy, high vibe stuff comes? And if it does, fucking rock on, like that's amazing. Or does sadness come up or anxiety or despair or hopelessness? Like there's grief in that. Like I think sometimes what can happen, and I'd love again to hear your opinion, is that when we talk about ADHD, we can often get caught up in, oh my God, that means that. Insert whatever your thought is. I'm never going to achieve anything. I'm never going to get it right. I'm always going to be a failure. I'm always going to be falling short. Everything's always going to be hard. Like there's a something that comes after that, that is grief. And it's really important to acknowledge that and validate that, not in a way of it's true, but of a way in that it's okay to feel that, yeah? And then once we do that, what I, checking back in and going, okay, so let's learn not all there is to know about ADHD, but all there is to know about my ADHD. And so the first thing, because every week I'm going to give you tasks to do, whether you choose to do them or not, totally your fucking call, and you can watch this on the replay as many times as you need to. But the first task that I want you to do is I want you to spend a week, literally a week, and you're going to have to set fucking reminders for this because after this live, you're probably going to forget. So write it down now, put it in your phone, do a screensaver, put it like a little reminder, whatever you need to remember. But every single day, 10 minutes to remind yourself to check in and get to know your ADHD throughout the day. Because like how long's a piece of string 
everybody who experiences ADHD will experience things slightly different, right? For me, I have big emotions. Normally those two big emotions for me is like anger and anxiety. But I go off like a firecracker over the smallest things. Like literally the big shit, I'm like, I'm fucking cool as a cucumber. Like we're sweet. Little things like I can't find which fucking light switch to do. This is the other night. Lost my mind because I couldn't figure out which light it was to turn off in the fucking hallway. And I've been living there for a long time, right? So my emotions is a big one for me. My talkativeness and interrupting people and like forgetting shit. Oh my God, forgetting stuff. Those are the main things for me that I really need to work on, right? And also the mindset. Like I've worked really hard to be in a different state with my mindset, but my mindset is something that in the past in really um, quite significantly I've struggled with. And because of my mindset, I was caught up in like people pleasing, you know, lack of boundaries, like all of these things that we're going to get to talk about over the next few weeks, right? Um, or as long as you want to hang out. But I want you to like start like just point note, like what are you noticing? Oh, I'm hyperactive today. Oh, I noticed that my talking gets me caught up. Oh, I noticed that I'm really blunt sometimes. Oh, I noticed that I'm really honest and then people get like, you know, offended by that. And here's the thing, when we're writing them down, like when you're starting to understand your ADHD, I want you to do it from a place of like observation and not from a place of criticism. Because it's really easy, like when I talk about interrupting people, right? It's really easy for me to get caught up in, that's bad, that's rude, people aren't gonna like you, you're meant to be professional, blah, 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 blah. Like it's so easy to add judgment that doesn't need to be there. I really want you to just go, it's just an observation. It's just what I'm noticing, right? Because literally anything in life, right? Like anything. You give me one thing, I'll give you a positive and negative in both, right? Everything in life is polarity. It is just how we view it, how we see it, and how we navigate it, yeah? So there is good and bad in everything. Just is, right? There's a strength and weakness that is so aligned with my impulsivity, with my forgetting, right? So it's not coming from that place of right or wrong when you're writing it down. The other thing that I really want you to just create time and space for is to sit down with yourself and ask yourself some questions like, you know, how do I relate to my ADHD part of me? Like, am I kind to myself in my thoughts? Um, do I push my feelings away or do I accept them when they show up? When I do shit that I'm like, fuck, probably shouldn't have done that. Am I coming from a place of compassion or criticism? Like really writing down, like, how am I relating to my ADHD part of me? And then some other questions might be like, how do I see that ADHD part of me? Like, do I see that part of me as something that I love and I want to embrace and I want to support? Or do I see that ADHD part of me as something that I need to get rid of, to fix, that it's broken? Right, because the way that we're going to relate to ourselves will be the way that we build that relationship, which will determine how well we're able to support ourselves and manage our ADHD long term. Yeah, so that's your task, right? Not giving you any more because otherwise we go into overwhelm and you're like, "Fuck, what was the thing that Sky said?" <laughs> right. So your task this week is check in with yourself. What are the messages that you've received around ADHD? How has that formed your current story about how you see that part of you? And when that part of you shows up, what's the relationship like? 
How are you treating yourself? Is it working for you? Right? Are you finding that you're, all the strategies that you're doing are working and it's helpful and you're fucking rocking on at life? If that's you, share with me because we want to fucking hear that. If it's not, share your struggles too because that's what this space is for. That's what this group is about, right? To support each other. Right? Like my goal is to give you as much free stuff as I can and then to also offer paid things that hopefully will be affordable that you can do to support your mental health. Because to me, there's three ways that I work with someone with ADHD, right? Whether it be in therapy, coaching, group work, on here. The first thing, and we're talking about it a little bit today, is relationship. We need to figure out the relationship that we have with ourselves. We need to figure out the stories. We need to figure out how we are relating to our ADHD. The second part is once we figure out what the fuck is my ADHD, and now I know a little bit more about me, learning from like information, research-based information as to, ah, oh, so when I do this, what that means is I'm actually doing this because of X, Y, and Z. So having a beautiful understanding and a foundation for which to make sense of your ADHD. And then from those two things, figuring out what strategy is going to work for you. Because here's the thing, not every strategy that is out there around ADHD is going to work for you. And the concept of work needs to be defined as well. You know, because when I hear this concept of like, I just want the strategy to work. Well, what does that fucking mean? Like if you, if that means like the strategy is going to make you neurotypical, it ain't going to fucking work. You're neurodivergent, right? You've got ADHD. If it's, oh, I'm hoping that this strategy will ease some of the stress around my ADHD, might reduce some of the overwhelm, might make things a bit clearer for me, might help me communicate a bit better. Like they are better ways of having like in terms of expectations of how strategies are going to work. And so there are three things that I'm going to share little bits and pieces with you over the next few weeks. Have a beautiful day.